You're listening to the Overeaters Anonymous Mid-Peninsula Podcast. Overeaters Anonymous is a fellowship of individuals who, through shared experience, strength, and hope, are recovering from compulsive overeating. Our primary purpose is to abstain from compulsive eating and compulsive food behaviors and to carry the message of recovery through the 12 steps of OA to those who still suffer. For more information, please visit oamidpeninsula.org. You did it. Good morning. My name is Carol R. and I'm a compulsive overeater. And thank you for having me today. I would like to start my share with a prayer. The serenity prayer. God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. There was a time when I could not have even imagined admitting that I was a compulsive overeater. Uh, It's taken me many years to come to that conclusion and a lot of pain and struggling. Um, I'm sorry, I'm a little bit nervous today. Now I can look back over my life and see the trajectory of what brought me here today. Uh, From the time I was very young, I was living in a household with an alcoholic parent who was also a rageaholic and a perfectionist. And so it was very difficult for me to ever feel safe and secure. Hence, I went to food a lot of time for solace. And what's funny is that my dad was, I believe, a compulsive overeater too. And I never would have known that when I was younger. He used to hide snacks all over the place, and I would go and find them and eat them. And there were other behaviors that I exhibited, such as being the only girl in the family. I had the responsibility of setting the table and clearing the table after meals. So what I found myself doing is eating what was left on the plates of other people as I was taking the dishes to the kitchen sink to be washed. There were other things that I did, such as um, eating lots of candy. Whenever I became a teenager, that was my primary source of security. And I really wasn't that big as a teen because I was very active. I rode bicycles and did all the normal activities that teenagers did, but I was a runaway due to the fact that I had a parent that was so abusive. And running away from home never really helped much. It just made things more stressful. But one summer, I ran away to an ocean resort, and I got a job in a cafeteria first and then in a restaurant. And I was running a little cafe, and I opened the place. And in the morning, when I opened it, I could have breakfast as soon as I got there. And then as time progressed, other people came on and each person that came to work asked me if I'd had breakfast yet. And I would say no. And I'd eat another breakfast. Well, needless to say, within no time, I had gained about 15 pounds that summer. 
And when it was time to go back to school, I was struggling with, with that 15 pounds. So that was sort of the beginning of my adventures into being overweight. My father decided that I was too fat because I wasn't the same size as my tiny mother. And so he had my mom take me to a weight doctor who prescribed pills. And this was one of the worst things that could have happened to a teenager because they were addictive. And um, in those days, which was in the 60s, it was le legal to prescribe uh, pills for anyone to lose weight. And because uh, we had no knowledge of them, I completely lost my appetite. I wasn't eating. I got sick and caught pneumonia as a result of taking those pills. So that was sort of short-lived at that point in time. But it taught me that there was something that I could do that would take away my appetite. And it was something I did later on in my life. I did get down to the same size. I was normally a size 12, but my friends were all about a size 10. And it's just the way I was built. I'm Italian and I have kind of <laughs> a curvy figure. Um, I was okay with how I looked and so were most of the boys that I met. I tried to stay at home and do the best I could and finish school. And um, by the time I reached 18, I was okay as far as my weight was concerned. We just had done a lot of different diets with my girlfriends. We would eat hard-boiled eggs and cottage cheese and yucky stuff as we saw it to try to stay in shape and look like the girls in Seventeen magazine. My mother became ill when I was 19 and I was living in uh, New York City at that time. I had gone up to stay with a friend for a while and I had to come home. My mom had, um, as it turned out, a malignant brain tumor for which nothing could be done. And this was very traumatic for the whole family. At that point in time, there was no such thing as a brain scan or any way for them to properly diagnose um, what was wrong with her. And within a year, she had passed away. I tried to stay home and take care of my brothers and be the cook and caretaker, but it was too difficult. And I ended up leaving and living with a girlfriend. And at the age of 19, I met my husband and um, he was a native San Franciscan and six years older than me. And he liked to have his significant other slim and trim. So truthfully, we went back to the diet pills and he also took them. And so um, it's a wonder I didn't end up an addict, but um, fortunately that wasn't in my makeup, not for substances anyway, just for food. As time progressed, I um, tried every diet you can possibly imagine. I remember getting shots at one point and I don't know what was in them. They were supposed to help. I remember actually having something done where they would shock you. You would bring in a food that you had trouble with. Let's say it was a donut and you go to reach for it and you get a little jolt. And so when you're a compulsive overeater and you eat just about anything that's sweet or salty, that could take forever. So all you'd ever be going through is jolt after jolt. Um, I tried liquid diets, you name it. I tried it and none of it worked. But what did work is when I went back to 
school when I was 23 years old, after I'd had my son and had gained 30 pounds, I found the world of dance. So I began to study dance and um, that negated doing anything crazy like eating on strange diets or taking any diet pills. And I loved it. I got up to as many as five classes per week and it was my joy. It was modern dance and I had to take ballet in order to be a modern dancer. Now I never was built like everybody else. I didn't have thin thighs but I still was the right body to be a modern dancer because you don't have to be skinny to be a modern dancer. And um, along with uh, getting to know my dance teacher, I uh, decided to go on academically and pursue my life's goal after going to work for a while in the business world. I decided I wanted to become a psychologist. Um, no surprise there coming from the family that I came from, it was important to pursue finding out why my family was so dysfunctional and crazy. <laughs> um, it was very enlightening to me. And I was fortunate. I went to a community college and there I took things like yoga and jazz dance and still was in shape. And from community college, I was able to get into Mills College, which is an all-women's college um, here in the Bay Area, or used to be until just recently. They had a beautiful dance department. And um, along with studying dance there, there were no crazy diets going on at that time. So for much of my life, I was able to just use movement and discipline to not be overweight. But as time progressed and I uh, moved into what actually became my field, which was school psychology, not just being a marriage family therapist, I found that I had such a heavy caseload that I had no time to stop and eat regular meals. So I used to go through fast food places. And boy, did I blowed up with that. I got to be quite a huge woman. And... It was all I had to keep me anchored with all the case, cases I had to handle at the time. And so from then on, I stayed pretty well up there. I got up to 199 pounds at one point. I was still able to do my work because I love children and I loved being in that field, even though it was a lot of stress. Um, what happened in my field as I stayed there for as long as I could. And then I realized I did want to be a marriage family therapist. And I went back to doing intern hours to the tune of, thank you, to the tune of uh, 3,000 hours you have to complete to become a marriage family therapist. So I had many internships. And one of them was at Kaiser. And um, I worked in chemical dependency. So you'd think I would have made a connection between addiction to food and addiction to substances, but I didn't, it didn't come up. And so I was working with addicts and alcoholics, which was very intense work. And at the end of that internship, after one year, I definitely decided that that wasn't the population I wanted to work with. I just wanted to work with regular folk with regular problems, whatever that is. Um, <laughs> but you still come across addiction. 
regardless in any walk of life. So during my internships, um, I took on other positions at the nonprofit where I was doing my last internship and I became the coordinator of outreach. I decided to be a community-based mental health specialist working with paraprofessionals and have a little caseload because I didn't know what setting limits was. I only knew how to do everything I could all at one time. And uh, my weight went up and down. And it wasn't until we hit COVID that I reached my maximum weight, which was 218 pounds. And I was five foot two. Mm-hmm. And I had so many uh, issues that I couldn't believe. I had bad knees. I had a heart problem. I had uh, anxiety, needless to say. And I had um, difficulty just moving around. So the way that I found how OA was purely coincidental, I had a young friend that I hadn't seen in six years, and she was a life coach. And she was doing some exercises on Zoom and asked me if I wanted to join them. It was in public speaking. And I said, sure. And when I saw her, I was flabbergasted because she was so small I couldn't get over how little she was. And she was a lot younger than me, at least uh, 20 years. And um, I said, what did you do? And she said, well, I joined a program and it's called HAL OA. And I said, well, what is that? Because I had heard of OA and I I haven't mentioned that I had gone to OA meetings off and on throughout my life, but I didn't understand what OA was. I didn't get the connection between God and being fat. It made no sense to me whatsoever. And I never stuck around that long. And I did try getting sponsors and none of it really worked out. But with how OA and the time being right, it was serendipitous for me. Um, The friend that I had that had lost weight in the program connected me with people who connected me with my sponsor who is on this meeting today. And um, what she asked me from the get-go is, do you want this or not? And so I was startled when she said that to me. And I thought, well, yes, I want this. And I found out what I needed to do. And I went out right away and I got the scale and I bought the food I was supposed to have. And I started really soon into the program answering questions and learning how to do service. And I really embraced it because I was at a point in my life that something had to change. Something had to change very drastically. And this was it. So it's now been only a matter of 15 months, but it seems like a lot longer. And um, I've learned so much about how it really colored how I feel about a higher power because I didn't say that when my mother died, I got very angry with God. I had been raised a Roman Catholic and I had prayed for a miracle and nothing happened. So I thought, what kind of God would do something like that to young children? But through the spirituality in the program, I've been able to recover some sense of love and caring spirit in this world. And I rely on it on a daily basis for my health. I have been able to release 57 pounds. I don't have to have knee surgery. My heart is functioning well. 
and so is the rest of my life. And there's nothing more I could have asked for than finding this program. I have two sponsees who I love dearly, and I just thank all the people that I get to know in this program. I've never met such wonderful people in my life, and I'm uh, thankful to be here. And that's about all I have to share today. <laughs> thank you. <laughs>